Welcome to Blind Love Radio. I'm your host, Anna Rosen. Enjoy these heartfelt conversations having to do with creativity, transformation, and the divine. Welcome back, Blind Love Radio. So happy you're here. And I'm really excited to present this episode, my conversation with Jen. You can find her at Witch of Wands on Instagram. If you want to connect and reach out after the episode, I'm sure she would love that. And I hope everybody had a great New Year's Eve and New Year's Day and just start to the year in general. I've really been trying to throw myself into my yoga practice lately as a little bit of an anchor through the chaos of the holiday season. Um, We had New Year's and then I had my birthday on the 2nd, which was super fun and just really relaxing, kind of. I start to feel a lot of pressure, but by the time I get to my birthday, like I need to like do all of these crazy things to celebrate, kind of like the same feeling with New Year's Eve. Um, but I kind of just let that go and just kept it low key and didn't stress myself out with things I felt I had to do. So that's been a big theme is just kind of letting go and allowing the easiest thing to come forth. Um, And that's been really nice. And my yoga practice has been really beautiful and just a great way that I've been getting up early and going to the earliest class at my local studio, Thrive, who I love. And it's just really helped give me a routine, getting into those Capricorn vibes of the structure. I love a good structure and routine. Um, It just makes me feel, it it helps all of my watery emotional energy to have an outlet. And it really helps me to just connect to the divine and um, just source, whatever you want to call it. And just like having a dedicated time to practice on my mat, it's just been feeling really good. (sighs) Gotta take a breath. Yeah, just taking taking things slow. We got our bath fixed in our house, and that's been amazing. I've taken two baths so far. Rolled up a nice big joint, sat in the bath, and I pulled a tarot card while I was soaking, and I pulled the high priestess. And it was just such like a beautiful reflection of how I've been able to like drop in with really what I'm feeling and allow it to be there. And I started listening to Lindsay Mack's meditation about the high priestess that was included in her threshold offering. And wow. Oh my God, what a beautiful meditation. 
just taking you in to connect with your inner high priestess and she has this part where she she's guiding you in this cave with water and being held and I just like was floating in the bath and it felt so just really calm and I just felt connected to myself and just felt so good to be held in water. Um, I never really like to swim that much. I have a bad ear and I can't really get water in it. And I almost died in a pool once in my kayak. I, we were like at camp and we were riding these or using these kayaks and like practicing to use them in a river. And mine flipped over and I was supposed to be able to get myself back up, but I wasn't. And luckily, my brother was the lifeguard and saved my life. So that was a little bit traumatic, though. And then I was in the ocean once. And then the ocean almost got me. And it was like these huge waves. And I just kept getting pulled under. And I was young. I was maybe like, I don't know, seven or eight. Um, so I've always kind of stayed, steered clear of water which is interesting learning how much water I have in my chart. Um, I heard somebody say, I wish I can remember now who it was, but talking about how being a Pisces, it's kind of like the ocean wants you back. Um, I want to say maybe it was Stay Woke Tarot. Um, forgive me if I'm wrong, but... I feel like that is what was going on with me too. It was like, oh, we know you're a water sign. Like, let's like come back to us. But it felt really good just being in a bath and it felt safe and it didn't feel like the ocean just feels so vast. Whereas I just enjoy spending more time in the mountains, really connecting with that Capricorn side of things, um, just really using that structure as safety and really thinking about it, how it connects to like, it's an earth element, it's connecting to your root chakra, it's really activating that and making you feel grounded. And that really helps with all of the extra um, watery energy and fiery energy of the holidays just bringing us back bringing us back to ourselves and it was just so nice though to take a bath and really be able to connect with myself in such a safe and sacred way um I know I'm like going on and on about a bath but it was just so great I've been like years without one so it's been amazing um, getting this fixed and being able to take a bath. It's just so lovely. Okay, so I'll stop talking about it. Um, well, we shall move on, but I hope everybody's having a great Capricorn season. I've just been learning so much. One last thing, and well, I'll talk about it next week. Um, I just have so many thoughts about all the eclipses and Capricorn and how they relate to cancer um but we kind of talk about that next week with my interview with core so we'll get to that i'll talk about it maybe in the intro next week 
about all of the Capricorn Cancer clip stuff. So I hope you guys enjoy this interview. Without any further ado, here is Jen. I will let her introduce herself. She is badass. She is a business owner, a witch, a beautiful person inside and out. And I know you will love this conversation. We talk about all sorts of things related to the moon and animals and familiars. Um, Also, she gave me the idea of creating a drawing for people's familiars. So I think I'll kind of do it like the way I did with the lotuses I did um, the other week where I did like a bunch of different lotuses in a series of drawings or sketches. I think I'll do that with different animals and as the guise of your familiar. So if you see one in my stories, I'm thinking about pricing them at $30 a piece. So that's some original art, pretty affordable. And that will be this week's project. So it will really pair up nicely with this episode and it'll give you some things to think about. And I hope you guys enjoy. Let me know what you think and I'll see you on the other side. Peace. Yes, I love them. I think I have 
have the Queen of Pentacles and the Queen of Wands from you. Yes. Ooh, I love that. Yeah. A little grounding um, and a little intuition. So how do you, like, I know your, um, your handle is Queen of Wands. Witch of Wands. Witch of Wands now. Yes. So, so I did take that from the Queen of Wands, who she is my favorite card in the deck. Um, I do consider her the Witch of the deck. Uh-huh. Um, Tell me about your relationship. Yes. So um, the Witch of the deck, she has her familiar with her. I love that she has a cat. Um, I really connect with that um, from owning a pet sitting company, you know, Um I have really make that connection with the cat. Mostly, I make the connection with a hardworking boss babe that gets her shit done. Um, I'm a little bit of a workaholic, and I think uh, the Queen of Wands is a little bit of a workaholic, too. And, um, yeah, so I've always really connected with her confidence and her energy that she brings to the table and her love of animals, I think is very um, apparent to me through that card as well. So, yeah. How do you feel like you find magic with animals? Do you feel like there's a connection Uh, there? Like, how do you? Yeah, immediately. Um, It's often completely unspoken with words. Um, I, I can make a connection with an animal quicker than I can a human, um, even though, you know, we are animals. Um, with, with dogs, I can make a connection with them um, as soon as I meet them, you know. Um, it's very, it's something that I feel in my bones, and it's a connection that just feels completely different to me. Um, it's calmer, and um, I struggle with anxiety, and being around the animals really centers me, really pulls me together, and um, it's a calming energy that humans just really can't give me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I relate to that. I love yeah, my little I chihuahua. That. I hate to say it like that, honestly. It kind of sounds horrible, but um, animals just give me something that humans can't. And she's the only one in the Queens that has a animal with her, right? Yeah, I think the um, Queen of Swords has, but- has a butterfly. Butterflies, yeah. yeah. Insects, but, um, I would say. Mm-hmm. And um, I love that. I love the butterflies. Yeah, I love um, that too. But yeah, I think she's the only one that has um, an actual like mammal with her. That's cool. Yeah, it is cool. Yeah, that is a very neat energy. So what card do you, um, or do you kind of have a card that you resonate with? My, I feel like it changes all the time, but I really love the Two of Swords. Oh my god, I do too. I call that Uh, Kill Bill. Uh, Oh yes, it is very Kill Bill. Yes, totally. about to stand up and just cut someone's head off. Yeah, and like... Being able to, like, create those boundaries and mm-hmm. go within, and it's really, like, a coming home card, and I love how Lindsay Mack yes. says, like, it's like the high priestess's little sister, and yes. I just, I love that, like, yes. I love that exchange of energy there, and I love that it feels like so much growth. 
Mm-hmm. Can we praise Lindsay Mack for a second? Oh, I love Lindsay Mack. <laughs> she is fucking on another level. I swear to you, she um she touches my soul in a way that no one has ever. Yeah, I totally agree. Oh my god, what what a beautiful woman to look up to. Yeah, she's amazing. Um, Jeff Henshaw too. Yes, he is also amazing. I pulled a couple cards before we jumped on here. Ooh, tell me. What'd you pick? Jeff was Jeff actually showed up. um, the Knight of Pentacles. I I love that. Yeah, I um I asked the question of when the podcast goes live, what will people get from this episode? And I pulled the Knight of Pentacles. Ooh, what do you think that as? Um, well, you know, I think it's a, oh, sorry, my dogs are barking. That's okay, we love dogs. That's my life. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it's real, Um, folks. So, you know, I always think of the Knight of Pentacles as, Balancing, you know, a really nice balanced lifestyle, um, mm. a hard worker, somebody that is patient, you know, especially it's funny that it's um, Jeff Henshaw on this card because he is such a gentle person and I always think he does really embody somebody that has a lot of patience. Um, so, yeah, I think. If somebody can get a nice balance, maybe between the two of us. <laughs> yeah, I like that. Yeah, I pulled the Knight of Pentacles on Monday, which was the first day of my Saturn return. Oh wow! So that's really cool, and just kind of like thinking, like, what is this going to be for me? And then I came across something that. Knight of Pentacles is an an invitation of Capricorn also. Oh, hello. So that idea of like hard work and building something and very steady, slow growth. But also I, I was just listening to Lindsay's new podcast and she talked about how Capricorns, they can climb any mountain but the discernment of which mountain to climb Mm. so like we can like pausing and assessing what am I building and why and really Mm. coming back to like why are you doing this work and I think that's a lot of what my Saturn return is about is about for me like Uh what work am I doing and is that the work that you're supposed to be doing? Yeah. And I've really, I really looked at that last year, and that's when I really decided to, like, start this um, blind love business where I can just kind of be really creative. And, like, I'm also a hairstylist. So um, finding a balance between the two and really making room for all of my passions and having room for everything to grow, I think is really beautiful. And really making sure that, like, the mountain that you are climbing is what your soul is meant to be doing. Not just, like, working for work's sake. But really doing right. something that, like, fills you up also. 
Mm-hmm. I love Absolutely. Yeah. I love that um, Capricorn connection, too, since we're about to move into that tomorrow. Yes, I know. Yeah. <laughs> how do you How do you feel about Capricorn? I'm a Capricorn, I too. I <laughs> yeah. love Capricorn energy. Um, I have none of it. I have none of it in my chart. Um, but, uh, my grandmother was a Capricorn and my grandmother is the entire reason that I am who I am. And she was my guiding witch into this world that I live in. And, um, so I really respect Capricorn energy. I respect the structure and I respect the discipline and the hard work. Um, I really envy it also. I envy very few things, um, but that discipline is one of them. So that's a life lesson for me. (laughs) I haven't Um, met too many Capricorn witchy women. Yeah. Um, So tell me, yeah, tell me about your grandma. Yeah, so her name was Grace. And um, she actually passed away three years ago. And um, yeah, big bummer. Still working through that one. Um, But she got me into um, new moon and full moon wishing when I was about 14 years old. And she got me into tarot. And also something called destiny cards, which I read as well. Um... And it's a form of fortune telling by 52 deck of cards. So really interesting way to um, do short-term fortune telling. And um, she was a very religious woman, but I missed to get her hands on. Um, So at church every Sunday, but at home with her tarot deck as soon as she got home. And um, so her death was really what was the catalyst that threw me even further down the rabbit hole of just learning everything I could about, you know, Reiki and I'm Reiki 2 certified now. I'm going to get my master's. I come from my grandmother was Reiki certified. My aunt's a master and I'll be getting my master's um, this coming year and uh, just going further into tarot and you know, I have a house full of crystals, you know, the whole, the whole gamut, you know, um, she was really the catalyst. Her death was, was what threw me into all of that. So do you feel more connected to her when you are doing ritual and things like that? Did I lose you? I think you froze. Okay. (laughs) What'd you say? (laughs) Um, Do you feel like you are more connected to her when you do ritual and things like that? Um, yes and no. There are times that I feel very dropped in, very connected with her. There are times where um, I feel like she's simply not around. Um, Most of the time, I feel her the most when I'm just driving in my car and it's like, all of a sudden, oh, hi, you're there. Um, She drops in on me a lot uh, is usually how I get the messages. Um, not so much through ritual work, um, through ritual work, 
comes mostly the, the asking, um, putting it out into the universe that I'd like to talk to her. And then she seems to drop in on me um, <laughs> at any given notice. <laughs> I love that. So, like, setting a strong yeah. intention. and then... Yeah, very much. I, like, wish for it and ask for it and put that message out there and that intention out there. And then she just kind of shows up at random. I love um, that. Or she sends me a sign. Definitely butterflies. Um, blue monarchs are her thing. Oh, I love and, that. Um, yeah, which is funny because I don't see them often. I always see the orange ones. Uh-huh. Um, so it's really special when I see a blue one. Um, and uh, so, yeah, signs. 11-11 is a thing for us. And I see that almost every day. Um, mm-hmm. so I pay attention to little signs like that, but yeah, when it's, when I do my ritual work, like I do my new moon wishings, um, or my journal writings, it's the intention setting. So do you feel like you manifest most things in your life like that, where you set an intention and then just kind of allow it to show up however it wants to show up? Like, kind of, like, general Um, instead of specific? I am... No, I am the opposite. I'm very specific. Mm -hmm. Um, When I manifest, I ask for exactly what I want. Um, Mm -hmm. And I often get it. Um, We, you know, just yesterday, um, my business with Crohn's and Stones, we were waiting on a package to arrive and Michael's mail always comes at between a certain hour. And I said, well, I'm going to manifest that it's going to show up a couple hours early. And it did. Yes. And and I said, I knew it was me. (laughs) I knew we did it. I feel like Um, Gemini's and air signs have like some power of manifesting because they're so like connected to this ether of air. That wouldn't surprise me. I mean, I am constantly telling my best friend who's a cancer um, and one of my business partners with Crohn's and Stones, I tell her to focus on what she wants all the time, to go through it in her head. And, you know, she's always like, well, it's like make-believe, like playing pretend. And I'm like, yes, but no. Like, to me, I just have always called that manifesting what I want. But I grew up in a family that has always believed in manifestation and used that term, that word. I've never been told stop daydreaming or stop, Mm. you know, playing make-believe. It's always, if that's what you want, think about it, you know, make it happen. And um, so I'm very specific when I set my intention and when I manifest. I ask if I want a pay raise, I ask for a specific amount of money. If I want a certain pair of shoes <laughs> or you know anything um I'm not vague with it I'm very specific about it and I usually can make it happen um just recently especially around money I can always make it happen with money there are times where I'm barely making it paycheck to paycheck but I will make it to that next paycheck something will happen something will come through and I always trust in the universe and it always makes it happen for me. I mean, maybe by the skin of my teeth, but but it happens. I'm a huge fan of manifestation. <laughs> Are you a 
New Year's Eve goal setter type of person? Or like what are you, and I know we wanted to talk about also winter solstice. So like maybe just ideas about end of the year and how do you celebrate the end of the year, any rituals you do, any goals that you set, like what's your practice? And if, yeah, um, if your dog wants to answer. <laughs> yeah, I think my dogs are trying to answer for me. Um, so, I try to be... Sorry, Piper. <laughs> She's... I call her the mouth of the south. I like um, that. <laughs> She's horrible. She has to tell you all about it. So, I try to be a goal setter at the end of the year. However, I usually only make it about a week into it. So, um, but it's funny that you that you asked about end of the year stuff because, again, one of the cards that I pulled um, talking about our conversation, um, I asked uh, about the end of the year. And I pulled Justice. Ew. And I thought, yeah, and I thought that was really interesting going into ending 2018 because I kind of am starting to wonder if I'm having a Justice year, if uh-huh. I'm about to close out a Justice year because I feel like I might be in a balance of learning that integrity is kind of the most important thing to me right now, mm-hmm. balancing where I am and I am in total acceptance of where I am finally for the first time in my life. And I feel like that's something that justice really has to offer. And instead of making a goal, I think for 2019, I think I'm just going to like be where I am. Ooh, I love that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's mine, too. Yeah. This year, I just want to, like, just be. Like, yeah. you're doing it. I love... I I'm just going to chill. Yeah, like, you're, as Krishna says, it's like you're ripening. You're the mango yeah. on the tree. You don't need to try to ripen. <laughs> I mean, we're headed into a hangman empress year, right? I'm mm-hmm. just trying to chill on my throne, look mm-hmm. at my kingdom. Like, I've built... Two companies now, you know, I just need to chill. <laughs> yeah, 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 totally. I have that feeling yeah, where I so, want to, like, loosen. Like, and not uh-huh. feel so, like, tight. Yeah. Because yeah. I feel like this, like, setting goals, it's like, I want this, I want this, I want this. Instead, just, like, I have so much around me. And, like, I love what I'm doing right now, that idea of, like, looking where you are. And I think that's totally, like, the, just that, like, Libra quality of justice where you're really, like, looking at what you're weighing and, like, deciding what's most important. So then in Capricorn right now, in the start of your year, you can decide, like, where do I want to take that then? Like, maybe there's nowhere to go. Maybe, like, this is where I am, and, like, I'm happy right here. Maybe there's no mountain to even climb, Mm -hmm. which I think is really cool. That it's, like, it's not always, like, we need to, like, be moving forward. It's, like, right here is, like, perfect. And I love also, like, that Knight of Pentacles. He's standing still. 
Like, he's, yeah. not, he's not going anywhere. And so the justice card is also standing still. It's like there's this action within the non-action. This yeah. weighing of, but it's like there's still this pillar of, like, stability and strength in the center. And this yeah. movement of the knights, even when we're standing still and being grounded. And that, like, beautiful balance of, like, air and earth is really neat. Yeah, it really spoke to me when I pulled that card earlier and the the epiphany of, oh my god, I am moving through a justice year. Headed out. So, yeah. And then I, um, the last card I pulled was the outcome of what would happen, you know, after we wrapped up this episode and what would happen when the podcast came out. And I pulled the fool. Oh, I love the fool. I know. (laughs) I know. And it's the, um, I use the moon child tarot and it's so beautiful. This fool is the reason that I bought this deck. Like, isn't that exquisite? Oh, that's beautiful. I love that it's a white wolf. Uh, Yeah, I love the wolf. That's so fitting for you. Yeah, it's so beautiful. Oh, that is really beautiful. Yeah, the water. Yeah. I love that. I pulled The Seeker for us. Have you seen that from the Pagan Otherworld? Yes, that deck is gorgeous. And so I feel like it's totally on par with everything we're talking about. Yeah, totally. So what kind of rituals do you do for the winter solstice, if any? Yeah, so I use um, this book that I have, The Grimoire of the Green Witch um, by Anne Mora. I love this. Um, It's a complete book of uh, shadows. And um, it's got a couple different ones in here that um, I like to use um, that mainly are just filled with candles, um, lots of candles, setting up an altar um, with like yellow candles and red candles and um, mistletoe, ivy, pine cones. Um, lots of, lots of meat, if you want to go that route, if you're, like, trying to, um, go the full offering route, but, um, you can do it as easy as crimson stones. We made Yule candles that were beautiful. Um, tell me more about your candles. Yeah, so we hand pour them. They are soy wax, and, um, they are hand poured in Durham, North Carolina, And uh, we have an element line that goes through fire, air, earth, water, and spirits. We are working on a zodiac line right now. Oh, I love that. Yes, we're thrilled about. They're going to be in gorgeous cobalt glass blue tumblers. Oh, love that. Yes, they're going to be so nice. And um, so every... Sabbath, uh, we come out with a new seasonal candle. So we just had the Yule. So the next one will be in bulk. And um, we're very excited about that. Uh, So basically, we just play around and come out with fun seasonal things. We also have a lunar line. Um, I'm getting ready to pour full moon in Cancer. Uh, 
We also do a new moon, and we did this past um, summer when the eclipse season was going on, we did an eclipse, a couple eclipse candles. So the lunar line, the spirit line, we're about to come out with um, the zodiac line. So what's your relationship with the moon? I'm sure it's like super deep because you're a cancer moon, especially. Yeah, yeah. I've got a dreamy relationship with the moon. Um, I, uh, my favorite, one of my favorite, do you know who Jeff Buckley is? Yes, the The musician. Uh Yes. So one of his quotes is, um, just like the ocean, always in love with the moon. I love it so much. Oh, that's beautiful. Yeah, it's really pretty. And, um, so... I have been doing the full moon wishing. It was with my grandmother, so that was very, you know, sensitive and special to me since I was, like, 14. Um, So the moon to me is basically the closest thing that I have to a god. Um, I haven't really formed an opinion of what I fully believe in as far as a religion and so when I think of a deity I think of the moon and when I think of what rules me I think of the moon as far as I am a bleeding person I am you know bound to the moon by my body and through my emotions um it just makes sense to me and so um being the sensitive cancer moon, um, yeah, it's got me. It's got a hook in me. So um, I love the moon. As far as the moon and tarot, um, I've never been. I've talked to people that think that's a little bit of a scary card. It's never been um, a scary card to me. Yeah, how do you feel about it? Yeah, anytime I pull it, I'm like, fuck yes, I'm on the right path. <laughs> yeah. Um, I feel very confident when I pull that. I feel like it's a gift from my grandmother when I pull that card. Oh, I love that. I actually feel yeah. the same way. I'm a Pisces moon, and I really oh, feel I connected that. to my grandma through the moon. And I yeah. think that's so beautiful with you, too, because it's cancer, and it's that's ruling family also. Mm-hmm. And that's Absolutely. such a beautiful connection. And what are some other favorite tarot cards of you, of yours? Okay. Um, the Nine of Pentacles. That is my bad actress. I love her. Sorry. Um, I love her. I love that card. It is probably my favorite card in the deck. Um, I love her, too. She's got the bird, too. Oh, I know. I'm always with the animals. Um... Again, it's a card that I'm not a fan of the popular interpretation of she's isolated herself. I do not vibe with that, you know. I feel like she has built this amazing garden for herself. She has built up this stack patch around her, and she did it by herself. And she's bomb, and she's a babe, and she's a badass. Doesn't 
the Anka Miro uh, tarot yet, but it's absolutely stunning. And she is absolutely beautiful in that deck. Um, yeah, so I yeah. love that deck. That deck is beautiful. I love it. It is. It's my go-to deck right now. That and Moon Child. Um, and I love having such contrast in the deck. Yeah, one's so colorful, and then you have another one that's black and white. Yeah, it's so great to have. It's so funny, you know, like Gemini, the duality. I've got to have, like, a completely different thing. Uh-huh. Um, but my does not screw around with me. It's like, do not ask me stupid questions. <laughs> do not come at me with, with light-hearted stuff love question it wants like serious hey is that better yes okay good okay perfect okay so let's start over okay cool okay so we were talking about your emotions and because of your cancer moon and then your gemini air sign and kind of how that plays a part in your life yeah, so um, having the air and the water <laughs> is tricky. So um, there's no real way to talk about that tornado, really, um, other than saying that I do have bipolar disorder. And that's something that goes really hand in hand um, with having the air and water to me. Um, so it's hard to balance those two elements. I, my mind is racing 90 miles a minute. I'm super sensitive with the cancer moon. Mm -hmm. Um, I can totally take things the wrong way and I'm super reactive. Mm -hmm. um, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so, uh, the Gemini quickness can definitely flare my temper and get away with me. I can just go off a little quicker than, than I like. Um, but at the same time, you know, as far as like my creativity level, I, I love having the air and the water together because I really fluctuate through these moments of creativity that I don't think that I would be able to reach if I didn't have completely opposite energies working together in such a sometimes destructive manner. Um, out of the chaos, I can really make some beautiful things sometimes. Yes, it takes the chaos to have the creation, too. Yeah, absolutely. And so it's funny because my therapist literally calls me a tornado. I love and, that. Yeah. <laughs> but a beautiful and, tornado. Yeah. And um, it took me a long time to realize that that was not a bad thing. Mm -hmm. um, just a different thing. Yeah. And that just because something is destructive doesn't mean that it's not manageable. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, air and Air and water together are a tricky combination. Yeah. But it's completely and totally beautiful if you can figure out how to hold them in the same hand. Do you feel like tarot kind of helps you see where you can, like, better direct it? Or how do you use tarot to, like, help you with it? Yeah, tarot, um, 
makes me think deeper than I ever have when it comes to my introspection. Um, it really brings to life my problems and it makes them tangible for me. Um, that's really something that Lindsay Mack has helped me with um, as far as making my problems or my issues or something that I'm working through tangible. Um, the cards call me out on my shit daily. Um, and that's where I believe in the magic of it. Um, how do they know? How, how do they know that we're starting something new? You know, and I pulled the fool. Yeah. Why didn't I pull the tower and the four swords? And it's like, hey, you guys are going to have a horrible time taking out. with like such cheekiness too this is what we're talking about. This is what you're avoiding. Or, like, this is what you need to know. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. I definitely love to use it um, as a clarifier, of course. But if I need to... If I need to check myself, nothing can help me dig the deepest into some shit that I don't want to do into some shadow work as deep as the tarot can for me. Um, and so sometimes it really hurts to work with my cards, um, Mm -hmm. because I don't always want to do the work. Um, but that's how I know that I'm going down the right path because I continue to pick my cards back up. Yeah, and then it's, like, the mood, and then you're, like, fuck yeah, Yeah. mood. Yeah. Exactly. I love that. It's, like, when you don't know where you're going, you're, like, okay, yeah, I'm on the right way. Like, this is perfect. Yeah. Yeah, that's beautiful. Awesome. Yeah. So, what is your favorite thing about your chart? Oh, my God. Okay, my favorite thing about my charts is probably my Mars and Gemini. And how does that show up? I am sassy. (laughs) Um, Yeah, so I fight like a Mars and Gemini, totally. Mm, You fight dirty. Like, I've got to keep the spice alive. Um, also that's, I, so I have two things, Venus and Aries. Also, my man has Venus and Aries. Thank God, because I could only live with another Venus and Aries. Yeah. That's super fiery, right? Like super passionate and fiery. And yeah, it's like, I love you. I only need to see you once a week. Get out of here. Leave me alone. I need to go build my empire. (laughs) Yeah, basically, basically I'm too busy for you. I have to work. You look nice. Get out of here. Uh, so 
Yeah, Venus and Aries and Mars and Gemini, I love about me because it has either always gotten me what I wanted or gotten me out of anything I didn't want. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What about you? What's your favorite thing in your chart? My favorite thing is I have a grand trine that's really cool. So a grand water trine, oh, which wow. is really fun. And just like that intuitiveness that I'm, I feel like now I'm learning how to like channel it into the Capricorn ambition where I can actually like help people with it. So I feel like it's been like actually sending out my paintings and kind of like building more connection with it has been really cool. So that's probably my favorite. And yeah, and another question I like to ask people, where has synchronicity been showing up for you? Hmm. Um, well, I see 1111 basically every day. Um I've been pulling the three of swords in like every reading I've done for someone else in like the past three days, which is crazy. I've really noticed that too, with like you get like a general collective energy. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. So that's been really interesting. Like I've done probably like eight readings in the past three or four days and they've all had three swords in it. I feel like that's such like a holiday energy of like don't let like family shit on you. Totally. Yeah, that's a good call. Yeah. I, how do you deal with the holidays? Um, I don't. I work. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, basically that's how I handle it. I just like Yeah, holidays are stressful, especially if you have that, like, watery energy where you're picking up on everybody's craziness and the intense, like, I don't know, like, fieriness of it all. But I'm trying to, like, lean into it and have those, like, nine of pentacle vibes of just, like, enjoy everything around you. Like, eat the cheesecake, whatever you want to do. Like, live your life. Yeah, I love it. Cool. Well, is there anything else you want to say or cover? Oh, we were going to talk about painting also. So you do painting or you like to paint? I do love to paint. Um, I haven't done it in a couple months because I don't have the space. I mm-hmm. really need to rent a studio, but um, I've been so busy. Um, but I do paint. I do um, abstract fluid art. Ooh, I love that. Yes, it's very fun. Um, every once in a while, I do um, some actual paint to paintbrush to the canvas, but mm-hmm. for the most part, it's um, like a pouring technique that I do, and um, I use a blowtorch and all kinds of fun stuff and resin. And Ooh, I love that. Yeah, so it's really fun, but I kind of graduated to some larger pieces and I've run out of space in my house I live in a tiny little cottage so and I'm pretty messy (laughs) yeah I'm really messy too I really um so I just recently spoke with a friend that said that we might be able to turn his spare room into my studio so that's cool 
Um, so yeah, I do love to paint. Um, I really uh, miss it, so I need to get back to it. Yeah. So what's your relationship yeah. with creativity? Like, kind of, how does does it is it kind of like a steady flow, or does it come in waves? And it definitely comes in waves and bursts for me. Um, and it usually lasts for about a week, mm-hmm. and then. I'll go through like a lull of a couple weeks or maybe just a week and then I get it again. Um, it's milk. It basically is tied to my bipolar cycling. Mm-hmm. So if I'm manic, I'm super creative. If yeah. I'm just normal or if I'm depressed, then I have no interest in doing anything. But usually if I'm manic cycling, I'm like, I got to paint, I got to create something, I have to build mm-hmm. something, I need to write something. Um, so I actually love being manic because I'm super productive. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's like taking <laughs> advantage of those waves. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. I like that. That's like riding the wave also instead of getting like drowned in it. Yeah, absolutely. I actually um, am a huge advocate to, you know, educate yourself on bipolar disorder because it's really not as bad as people think it is. Um, You can accomplish quite a lot. And a lot of entrepreneurs actually have bipolar disorder and get a lot of their shit done because you have a lot of drive and a lot of productivity when you're manic cycling. You can put it to good work. Yeah. Yeah. Especially with, like, I think about, like, the lulls in business, too, how it comes in seasons, and you're kind of cycling, and, like, you have a big project, and then you have a big chunk of time to just rest later, so it kind of, like, ebbs and flows with that natural cycle. Yeah, totally. Yeah, I definitely get a lot of my creativity done through, like, my emotional state, and if I'm feeling, like, more compulsive, and... Um, like I have a lot of anxiety and OCD, so I kind of use that to just channel it into something constructive instead of destructive. Like I could, um, put all of this energy that I have into like these meaningless rituals that I could do to drive myself crazy, or I could like create a piece of art that like brings some sort of meaning into the world and like. It's the same output, but, like, really choosing where you want that energy to go is, like, such a better use than, like, I don't know, letting it consume you. Because that's so painful then. Totally. And, like, why suffer? Why not just make art and, you know, live life? Yeah, for sure. Yeah. So, is there anything else you want to talk about? No, I think I'm good. This has been so awesome. Thank you so much. Yeah. I on too much. No, I loved that. Can you tell people where they can find you? Yes. So um, my business handle on Crohn's and Stones um, on Instagram. And we're at Crohn'sandStones.com. My personal Instagram is Witch of, Witch of Wands. And, um, yeah, I guess that's it. Perfect. Thank you so much. (laughs) All right. Bye. Thank you. you. Have a great rest of your day. Bye. 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 Bye.
so much for listening to this week's episode of Blind Love Radio. I hope you enjoyed my conversation with Jen. You can connect with her on Instagram at Witch of Wands and me on Instagram at Blind Love Tarot. I would love to chat with you. Check out on my stories on Instagram this familiar animal project that I'm going to be doing where I'll be drawing pictures of animals and if you find one you like I can send it to you um so check that out I'll be doing that this week and maybe you'll find a magical creature so that's something fun and I will also be hosting a workshop at Thrive Yoga if you're in the Rockville Maryland area the DC area. It's not very far away. I will be doing a workshop on the Ace of Swords and how that can be connected with intention setting and how we can connect more with the divine through a tarot and yoga meditation practice. So come check that out. That's going to be on January 19th. It's going to be at 5 p.m. and it's going to run about an hour and a half. Um, So that will be MLK weekend and it'll also be a lunar eclipse in Leo and Aquarius, which will be really cool to celebrate. I'm really looking forward to that. Um, And so we'll be talking about that during the workshop. And if you want to check more info about that, you can go on to Thrive Yoga's website, simple Google search. I think it's just thriveyoga.com. And that's all from me. If you enjoyed this episode, consider subscribing and maybe even giving a five-star review. Thank you guys so much for listening. I hope you have a great um rest of your week, a creative rest of your week. I hope you treat yourselves well and take it easy. Take it slow and enjoy. Bye.